Welcome to episode 12 of the original marketing podcast with my co-host, Brady Cram. How are we doing, Brady? Another week living the dream. I updated the photos. Where? Oh, the car? I was calling you twice yesterday. So Garrett changed the setting on his phone where it says no caller ID. So I did get two missed calls yesterday, ignored both of them, no voicemail, nothing. And then I'm actually driving here to the podcast where I was driving to lunch and I got a no caller ID call. And I was like, like, this has got to be him. Who that? No, not even you. I'm like, who that? Like, I just got to answer this. Like, who yeah, the yeah. heck is calling who me? Like, calling. what kind of spam caller is it? And it was Garrett asking me what my order was for lunch. So that is why I missed time. I had us going. I wanted to help out, you know? But yes, I did not hear about the photos yesterday. So I didn't know. You took new photos. Pull them up, Scarlett. Let's show them, show, let's show them what I've been working on. Is that the canyon you were talking about? Yeah. So I took it to the canyon. I did my own little filters on it. Tried to make it look, you know, a little sexier. It looks pretty good, right? Yeah. You can see the color, I think, better in those. Yeah. And I still got the interior. Now watch. Go up. Watch this. Now search up. Go BMW M2 Competition 2021 on Craigslist. See that? Like, look at the M2 Coupe. Oh, like, if you see that old one. How much is that? This is 567 on the payment. Like... That's already more than my payment. Like, yeah, it's a great deal. I'm struggling over here. I don't think I can lower the price anymore. No, like I said, that I think the guy my cousin reached out to knew his stuff. And he said the price was because I sent the Craigslist link. Yeah. And he said the price was fine. I'm just. But he also said that thing should sell. So I don't. I know. I agree. (laughs) I don't know what's going on over here, Brady. I'm trying. I'm a marketer and I'm at my wits end over here trying to market my own vehicle. I I put it on Beamer World too. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of homework just for this podcast. It's on Facebook Marketplace, all. right? I have it on Facebook Marketplace. That was his recommendation was Facebook is the best. Yeah, yeah so Facebook Marketplace, me. Craigslist, yeah. Auto Trader, and Beamer Post or Beamer World, whatever that like mm-hmm. the top BMW yeah. forum. And eBay. I think it's a sign to keep the car. I don't know what to say. I'm just going to have to leave it on there, I guess, and just keep paying this <laughs> stupid payment. I'm like, it only has 12,000 miles, Brady. It literally doesn't have a scratch or a nick on it. It's perfect. What are you going to do? Well, what, how's your how's your week been going, Brady? It's only, what is it, Tuesday? Tuesday. It's been going. <laughs> Today was long. Yeah, what did you do this weekend? Um, Golfed a little bit. Spent time with family. Didn't golf well. If that's how bad <laughs> 102. Jeez, Brady. I played Monarch too. Oh, you there with Drew? Yeah, because, well, fortunately, I didn't pay for my round because I referred Riley to my sister and brother in law so as their agent. Okay. So it was like my referral commission. Yeah. So I'm glad I didn't pay for that round because I played terrible. Do you think that's why you paid terrible? No. You know no, what I, mean? you didn't I have any skin in the game. No, I don't know. What was, what was the issues? Was Drew talking in your back? No, it wasn't that. It wasn't the <laughs> double transfusion he bought me. That dude. So okay, what's a transfusion? A transfusion, I guess, is an older golf drink, but I think Barstool Sports like brought it back. Okay. It's like vodka, grape juice, and ginger ale. Okay. So it's kind of like a grape soda with vodka in it. Okay, but <laughs> Drew likes them he knows i like them too so he's at the cart getting one and he looks over at me and sees i just like shanked a wedge and he's like okay brady needs one too yeah i think his bill was 70 bucks for two drinks that's how stupid this course is so that just threw you off you couldn't process no i i still should probably vemo him because he said like (laughs) i didn't owe him because the price was so ridiculous but i'm gonna i need to pay him for that um no nothing threw me off i just don't know how to golf consistently I just don't, I don't have a golf swing. You know what you That's are good consistent. at, though, Brady? Marketing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk marketing? Not, yeah. I'm not good at marketing my golf swing. <laughs> no. there, there's nothing to work with. And I'm not good there, at marketing my There is my no product car. to market. I mean, you actually have a product there, so I don't know what's going on. That's my fault, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It'll sell. It'll sell. Give some time. It's got to, you know, let it breathe. I got new photos yesterday. I only put the new photos up yesterday for the podcast. I wanted to. So I literally went out and did a photo shoot. Nice. That's what I was calling you about. I was Sorry, like. Sorry. No do, caller do go, ID. So I, I went landscape, know. not portrait. And I think they came out better. So that's that was what I was mostly calling you about. Okay. Was like, should I go landscape or portrait? But yeah. I think landscape. No, I agree. Landscape for, 
for this stuff is good. Awesome. And it's not like the crazy wide angle. No. That you had before. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. The photos were pretty bad before. So I'm hoping new photos no, get good. good proportions. Cars not to store. Look at the car mats. Look at the mats. Look at the seats. They're pretty clean. I know. All right. Let's talk advertising jealousy, Brady. I think we got some good ones this week. Yeah. You want who you want to start? I feel like you've been going first. Okay. Can I go first? Yeah. I haven't. I've heard you describe yours, but I don't. I know you haven't. I feel like when I see it, I'm going to know it from what I know. It's like an older ad, but. But long story short, I was in Ireland. Okay. Did the Guinness tour. And I fell in love with this ad. And when I saw this, this is one of the reasons why we started our video department. Nice. This is why I wanted to do more kind of top of funnel advertising. I want to do more brand advertising because to me, this ad is art. It's romance. It's creative. It's not meant to sell you a Guinness. Mm -hmm. It's to make you wish you worked at Guinness wish you've were Irish. It makes you fall in love with the brand more than it makes you want to buy a drink. Okay. Which is completely different than anything we've talked about. Yeah. So let's watch it. He waits. That's what he does. I'll tell you what. Tick followed talk followed tick followed talk followed tick. Ahab says, I don't care who you are, here's to your dream. The old sailors return to the bar. Here's to you, Ahab. And the fat drummer hit the beat with all his heart. still waiting that's the ad so what's that is that last line because yeah it takes two and then wait yeah because when you get a poor guinness it takes forever yeah and for some reason i've never seen an ad like that in my entire life so <laughs> yeah, to, I know I just I just is that for the, the foam what do you mean it takes like it just it takes them a long time to pour okay, it so like, if, you, if you ever order a Guinness yeah, how do you what's like the official Guinness experience because that's probably what I don't know yeah so if you order a Guinness mm -hmm. they have to essentially fill it up and let it clear all the way down so all the silt or I don't know what they call it but it yeah. all has to go to the very bottom and then they finish it so pouring a Guinness might take a couple minutes. Okay. And so I think a lot of people don't like to, mm -hmm. like when the bar is crazy, mm -hmm. they don't want to order a Guinness because it takes too long. And this was to like tick, follows talk. And they're showing you like good things come to those. Yeah. yeah. But it was like the ultimate. Surfing is a good metaphor for it. It's that. just a metaphor with the horses, the cinematography, the yeah. copy. How old do you think that is? The music? That, that video showed it was posted in 2008, but. No, I think that's a very Do you think that's like old, a legit old commercial or a yeah, newer so, commercial that they made retro. Okay, so if you ever go, you have to go to the Guinness tour. They have an entire floor dedicated to every ad campaign they've ever ran at Guinness. Oh, that's awesome. So I literally that's just cool. fell in love with yeah. Guinness because I love advertising. And they had an entire floor dedicated to the ads. Yeah. And it was epic. I mean, I can see that actually influencing especially if it's a local ad where like Guinness is in the bar a lot. I could see that ad influencing. I just orders. love it because of how artistic it was. I've never seen. It's just, I it just completely changed my perspective of what an ad could be. Is it avant-garde? Is that the word? I don't like Scarlet Google avant-garde for us. Put it up here. <laughs> New and unusual experimental ideas, yeah. especially in the arts or the people introducing them. Yeah. See. <laughs> yeah. Had some like spoken word to it in the way ahab i think is old man in the sea i believe so okay. look up ahab for me ahab sailor book yeah because he was like -A -A narrating yeah. and he showed that when he changed his tone 
I was like, oh, he's like narrating something right now. Moby Dick. Okay, it's from Moby Dick. Okay. My bad. But yeah, so it's like it's this very neoclassical, like horses in the wave is like the like the design. Like, and at the end, there's a Guinness commercial, and you're like, what is it? And I know I normally hate those, but this one was so artistic that it's my favorite ad ever yeah. made. I just gotta say, it's my favorite ad ever, and I've never seen anything even come close to it from a creative. Like the cinematography, like, I don't know. Do you think a lot of that is like where your first impression of the ad was? Like in the factory or getting the tour? I was in, a, I was in like floor. a studio with a massive screen and the sound. And that, yeah, because the sound was cool. I know on the TV it was low, but I could even tell. Oh, you could, the emotion. There was like bass in it and it was very. It gets my like, it gets my like uh, testosterone kind of going, yeah. I guess. I don't know. What do you think about the ad? No, it was cool. And I, I like the learning more about like how Guinness is poured because that creates know, the context. Good things come goes who those who wait. It makes perfect sense. But it doesn't say those who wait. It just says those who. Uh, yeah, but and it has Guinness. It, so it's but it's like a long pause with the Guinness <laughs> yeah, there. So I, like, it, I know the whole thing is so ambiguous, and I yeah. normally absolutely hate it. But it for some reason that ad makes me fall in love with Guinness. There's a certain romance to the ad mm -hmm. that I don't think we get anymore in advertising. Yeah. And just choosing the ocean. like, And I know, like the ocean. Yeah. The people wiping out. It looked. But who came up with the idea of the horses in the whitewash? Like, that's that, the thing. That's like what that's... I like to think about when I see ads is like there was there were meetings behind these decisions. And like, this is what. Imagine pitching that to Guinness as the agency. Yeah. Can you. <laughs> Here's our vision. We're going to have surfers in the ocean with horse waves. No one associates Guinness with the ocean, by the way. It's not like a Corona or a Pacifica. No, like, I, I, it's a tavern in my mind. Yeah. Right. But they, and it's all black and white, no color, not a ton of words this is in 1998. So they had color. Yeah. A lot of random still images. Horses are coming like just out of the way. They're guys crashing. And it's just like this insane movie that's like from the 60s. And then it's a Guinness commercial. Yeah. I don't know why I normally would despise it, but somehow I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not trippy, right? It's not like that type of angle. No. It's kind of like indie. It's avant-garde. Yeah. So that, my friends, is advertising jealousy. And one day I hope to create something as artistic as that, whether it's for myself or for a customer. But if I could find a client that would sign off Just on something. Just be like, do whatever. Do you, and approve it. I mean, they they approved that. And it won a bunch of awards. Yeah. It did. It won a ton of awards. For And it's just like, all right, that's epic. So that's mine. Yeah, Brady's going to stand out. What do you got? I know. I just took you out. You're like. <laughs> so mine is also award winning. Okay. No. <laughs> An award winning actor, I think, is involved. So mine is an ad that we often talk about. Oh my God, you did send this to me. You've yeah, I, I, I don't think know you've if seen you it. Sent it to me, or if I sent it to you, even. No, I sent it to you because I was actually interested in the platform. But I was like, this is how I found the platform is through this ad. Mint? So no mountain. Ma oh, the one the connected yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ryan okay, okay. Reynolds company. Because he, I when you said Reynolds, I was also thinking about like his uh his matchmaking ads you know like when oh yeah he's like the devil or whatever mm -hmm. all right no this is like a tool that we would use uh, at directive for connected tv um but it's a steve-o stunt and so we talk about ads that are is it too entertaining hit pause. Yeah, hit pause first. okay yeah so. so we talk about ads that like oh it's so entertaining that you miss it distracts what the you. product actually does yeah and this one <laughs> they really figured out a unique angle at keeping it entertaining while telling you everything that the product does and so i actually discovered it on reddit just through it being like not for people in the industry people were just saying like look at this crazy commercial steve-o did because steve-o is the featured guest in the stunt and so that's what, how i saw it is tons of people were watching it for the entertainment but when i watched it I was like, yes, this is entertaining. I've seen a lot of people eat hot food after hot ones. 
and he's talking about a platform that actually I was listening to every word he was trying to say. I was like, oh, this is actually really cool. I should demo this with our programmatic team. Um, but did you guys demo it? Yeah, we did. Was it good? I don't think it's as good as our stack adapt setup with first party data, but, but the, the commercial's good. The commercial's good and the platform is cool. So their interest targeting, it was way more sophisticated than I expected, like their level of targeting in the platform. So I could still see us using it potentially for ourselves or a client in the future. I love that. And it was all discovered through an entertainment based ad that actually educated me. All right, educate me. Let's so see it. Scarlet, it's a little long. It. Four <laughs> minutes. You'll fly by. It's really Is good. it an ad or a show? Hi, I'm Ryan Reynolds and welcome to my mountain television software demo stunt. Let's be clear, there's a full medical team. Milk, milk, milk. That ad. I got it. When's it gonna melt out? About 10 or 15 minutes. How long's it been? I've never had an experience like that. Uh, uh, did I get the lines for you? You got the lines perfectly. I'm so sorry. It's a little backstage there. Today, we'll learn why Mountain is the hardest working software in television by demonstrating how brands, big and small, are using it to transform their marketing. Of course, that sounds like it could be pretty boring. So I thought, what if someone ate a Carolina Reaper right before doing the demo? I thought I was here to promote my small business using Mountain's platform. Oh, you are. You are, but we also, we also like to see you eat the <laughs> He's so funny too. Yeah. Only because I love you. Hmm. I love you too, Steve-O. Okay. There it is. Okay. All right. It's over 1.5 million units on the on the Scoville heat index. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the hottest thing you can legally put in your mouth. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm chewed. I will now swallow. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah. Swallowing, I can tell that. Yeah, yeah. there it is, yeah. right? <laughs> okay. All right, well, I think we should start. You know, Mountain is so easy that Steve here, he can flight his own TV ad. So I think you just take it away, Steve. Okay. Mountain is a self-serve platform that makes putting an ad on television as easy as paid search or social. So it's the first platform. I do turn connected TV into performance TV. This is great, great start. How are you feeling right now? You okay? Everything good? Uh, please don't interrupt me. Okay. I just ate a uh, thing. Yes, you did. Oh, God. Let's say I want to run an ad for my delicious hot sauce. Mm. Steve-O's hot sauce for your butthole. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Is that, is that actually <laughs> Oh, yeah. I just go on the mountain platform. And the first thing you'll notice is how simple it is. It looks beautiful. It was probably very hard to code, but God, my whole throat is on fire like I just drank lava. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ah, unlike most TV buying, everything starts with an audience. It does. Ah. You got this. So if I want to target people who like hot sauce, mm -hmm. Mountain makes it super easy. There are over 60,000 audiences already built in. Plus, you can bring your own first-party data. Data. Data, Savage. And you can also target by demographics and geography. Do you mind if I drink this ice cold? Oh, you Satan. Once you set your audience, you can choose your budget. That makes it easy by letting you spend as little as $15,000. That's it? Then I select my goal. I can choose return on ad spend. Cost per acquisition, uh, cost per visit, or cost per completed view. Mm -hmm. My doors are closing. Mm -mm. Uh, Mountain Tech makes it all very easy to track. Uh, lastly, we need to upload the video onto the platform. A simple drag and drop, like we're all used to. I got it. I can't. Milk, 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 milk. Uh, uh, I'll take it over. Mountain System automatically routes the videos through networks to get them approved. And in many cases, your ads can be running on TV within hours. And as it's running, you can see how your ad or ads are performing in real time. Now see, the Mountain System automatically optimizes. So if one ad is performing better in certain places, it'll automatically serve that ad more in that area. Honestly, Mountain makes literally everything about running an ad on TV simpler and more effective. But it does absolutely nothing for the burning hot 
Exxon in his mouth. So just go to mountain.com to learn more. It's my throat. Great job, Steve-O. Big round of applause for Steve-O, ladies and gentlemen. That's your mountain demo right there. All right, let's go to take two. Visit mountain.com to schedule a demo today. It's pretty good. This is like pretty it. long, but... But it keeps you engaged for a four-minute video, which is hard to do. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, I try to imagine, okay, even Ryan Reynolds, right? Like, he's a funny guy. He's Stan. an A-list, so that helps. He's an A-list. And then you have Steve-O doing this pepper thing. So I try to, like, remove that from the equation and think... If I just came across this, would I see it as like, oh, yeah, another ad platform, you know, is it really as good as they say? And I don't know if I would spend the four minutes and 30 seconds to watch. No, you definitely wouldn't. That I, platform. So I guess my question to you then, Brady, is do you think it's good because the like, do you I think that that is a repeatable model, but only if. Like, I don't no one else can do that. Unless Ryan Reynolds is an investor. Mm -hmm. So I think to me, it's like a good, like you see a lot of celebrity investments going on in tequila, gin yeah. with Ryan Reynolds, usually yeah. consumer products. So it's exciting to me to see celebrity investors using their namesake for B2B. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher, I think is big in the SaaS. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He does a lot in cybersecurity space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he invested in Sentinel One, which was one of our customers mm -hmm. back in the day, but we took to IPO. Um, yeah, I find it really interesting. I think it's really, really cool. I haven't, I haven't seen the kind of celebrity spokesman and B two B SaaS. You know, yeah. it's kind of my world. You know what I mean? It's our world. That's yeah, where... and that's why it was such a moment for me because yeah. it was cool. posted in such a general thread. It was on our videos. Which oh. is just like the subreddit for videos. Yeah, so that's massive distribution. I mean, you're getting yeah. distribution, but that's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, exactly. And Steve-O and the stunt. And so it was such an interesting moment for me because I watched it more for the yeah. stunt. Like, I didn't know what Mountain was. And I'm watching this thing. I'm like, wait, this is weirdly in that moment specifically what we focus on that not a lot of people know about. So even like, as you probably experienced too, when they're scrolling through the audiences, I was like, oh, shoot, like this is they must have Bombora connections or something because yeah. they had a lot of audiences. And when they're talking about it's done in Bradstreet, DMV, yeah. when they're talking about the return on ad spend, the performance models, I was like, oh, like, that's interesting. You no, know, connected TV is difficult for attribution. I'm curious to learn more about that. And they want it to be performance TV. And yeah. I like that. I don't think anyone else has really wanted to be actually held accountable. Yeah in that kind of programmatic space. So I think it's an amazing product. I would say it's hard to recreate, but I think it also makes a point. Yeah. I think it's a part of the jealousy for me. Like I, I am, jealousy. there are some ads where it's, it's less like inspiration. How am I going to do this my way? And it's more like, damn, that's really, how good. do you repeat that? Like who else can do it? Cause it's Ryan similar. Reynolds and Steve. -O. Yeah. It's not just Ryan Reynolds and a random person. It's like, yeah. My one thing with it is, I mean, I saw that video, I think, a couple months ago. It only has 5,000 views, that YouTube that we were just looking at. So, I don't know. If it's a distribution problem. Are they, they, are they using Mountain to uh, advertise it? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. And that's a part of, like, for me, I had my moment, but I'm also a very niched individual. Yeah. So, I'm the point oh something percent that watched that ad on our videos and yeah but wouldn't like, you be the persona that they would be theoretically trying to target if well that's what i'm saying it doesn't look like they're really pushing it no they in don't. other ways yet you said five thousand views yeah on youtube a video with ryan reynolds and steve-o yeah so one i'm i get nine thousand views and trust me i ain't special so <laughs> i mean yeah, so that that's kind of throwing me off a little bit I, I feel like they could be doing more with that video targeting us digital marketers who would actually know what they're talking about in the platform because it got me the demo and you know i'm a i'm a tough tough cookie when it comes <laughs> oh, to these you're an easy nut what are we talking about on these ads you know <laughs> i'm a tough tough Yo, one to get on no a, way, on a demo with but it was definitely good enough where i hit up david in programmatic i'm like hey we got a demo this we have to see if it's better than our current solution and it probably is at some things yeah the retargeting features and some of that 
and the attribution tracking, I did think they were better. Um, but I had him challenging on like how we use. Can we first party upload data? Yeah. Hey, that was a sick ad. And I think it makes a really, I'm intrigued to see if we could do more celebrity like features or influencers in B2B SaaS. Like it could have genuinely work. And I think that ad worked. So yeah, let's get Shaq in here. He'll oh, he'll he'll sling anything. Yeah, he'll be all over SAS. I love it. So Brady, you won't let this conspiracy go. What you want to hear? Social media listening of the week. I don't. I have... want to know what else are you hearing, dude? I'm telling you, I feel like you're just so you're like the number one conspiracy theorist right now on that our phones are listening to us. I mean, I sent you the girdle. No, we talked about the girdle last week. I know right? you sent me another no, we, one. We talked about the girdle on the episode last week, but then we were talking about your car, right? Yeah, you texted me another one, and we were on the phone. I, I called you on the toll road because I I yeah. thought of you know reaching out to my cousin, blah 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 blah. And you're talking about the paint. And you're like, yeah, it has this like protective coating for the track. I forget what it's called. And then that night, I get an Instagram ad for a car service and one of their things was a ceramic coating that lasts like five years i was like come on did you google anything though because you no. had to talk to your cousin no i mean i sent my cousin the car and stuff so it's not like i wasn't so you sent him the car yeah you know, yeah no, no, this is my point people always forget the little stuff when they say they're not listening yeah and so it can still be the theory on like the ceramic coating is popular enough that we happen to talk about that but i wasn't like searching but you sent your cousin something. Yeah, I opened up the Craigslist listing for your car. There you go. So you were him. on Craigslist looking at my car. Actually, no, I did it after. I don't know. I'll have to see. I but don't you know see what I'm saying. I think we forget the little actions we take, and we're like, I didn't look up any no, I, coding websites. I get that. I do think that is happening as well. But you think they're just listening to us? How there's, could they be? There's these moments, Brady. Okay, let's just, okay. Let's, let's see what I got right now, based on what we've talked about. So far on this podcast. So for the last 10 years of your life, you fully dedicated yourself to advertising, correct? Yes. Are you aware of any way to target someone? No, that's audio? the only thing. Well, then how <laughs> is it occurring if you can't even? I know. I don't know if it's being put into like a generalized interest targeting. I get a lot of Hulu ads. So see, that's one where it's like, we're we just, just talking talked about Hulu. About Hulu. But I, I do get a lot of Hulu ads. I know, but that's what I'm trying to explain. Like, it's crazy. I We did so, literally just say Hulu. But at the same time, you and I don't know how to target as advertisers based off what people are talking about, do we? No. So that's, yeah. I don't know if it's, like, put into general interest, interest targeting to where from, like, the advertiser side. It's not like these companies are saying, when someone says this the near a phone. Guy, how does the Tink Guy target us? How would, like... It would have interested to be. in car whatever and we had a car clicked, conversation nah, so i, I think felt, it's because you clicked on the craigslist ad yeah but i ain't clicking into anything to give me a girdle <laughs> you know me i'm not like looking. i mean i do but you're on a podcast i don't know what you'd be <laughs> clicking on at night brady they got you i'm just saying I'm, <laughs> girdle you're ads. trying to get me to work out i'm being stubborn about it so you know i'm not <laughs> researching like how to look thinner one day this is all we're gonna this podcast will be on like episode 600 and we'll finally figure out how this is occurring. I don't know. Every now and then I like get online and I try to figure it out and it's just a bunch of interviews of people denying it and there's no information about it. This could be more important than the aliens. <laughs> and they could be the aliens. <laughs> no, I only got the, the I only got the that Hulu. All right, so market this. Yep. We're going to do something that no one's going to expect. Really they're not going to expect it. What is it going to be, Brady? I think we're talking about beer. <laughs> right after you showed a beer ad this week, I'm pretty sure, even though my ad was, was it a beer? It was a beer ad. It was a beer ad. And then we showed then you another had beer your ad. favorite beer ad. <laughs> yeah, mine was the. For some the Bud reason, we just become beer so, ad. Yeah, guys. what a, what a shocker. What a shocker. We're coming this week to talk about beer. So, can I tell you about the type of beer company I always wanted? Yeah. Because I feel like it's a massively underserved market. Craft light beer. Okay, like Mexican lager light or just like competing with the Coors Light? Coors Light. Miller I want to go light. right after, like, I'm a Coors Light guy, but I wished that there was a better version of Coors Light that had the same, like, refreshingness, mm -hmm. same lightness, 
but maybe less aftertaste, maybe less hangover, maybe less. Yeah. Something. Like we got to come up with some type of positioning, but I feel like there's a lot of people who want, who like light beer that don't like the sours and the mm. IPAs, but they go to like, what happens to me is I go to like a nice bar and I order a Coors Light and the bartender goes, <laughs> and they go, pip, pip, I'm like, well, what kind of lager do you have? And they always just have some crappy lager. They don't, don't give they still charge you 10 bucks for it. If yeah, it's a nice they, I get papooed. Like, get out of here, peasant. Like, what are you doing asking yeah, for no, a cruise light? And so I, you know, I don't want to feel like a fool when I go to these fancier spots and I want to order my light beer. I'm watching my calories. You know, I mm-hmm. like my, I just like light beer. There shouldn't be anything wrong. I feel like society like looks down upon light beer. Now. Yeah. And I feel like we should build a light beer brand. That doesn't stink. Yeah. Even the low calorie, like a craft low calorie. Yeah. You know, I've seen the Michelob Ultras kind of taking off more than I ever expected. Just when I'm out and about, I, I see people drinking it for like the calorie 95. Corona just... has a, I think, 95 calorie beer now. My father-in-law has been drinking it. Do you ever feel like the Michelob Ultra commercials though are kind of like. Well, yeah. Aren't they like. <laughs> Oh, I'm on the third leg of the triathlon, so yeah, let me pull the Michelob little, Ultra out of under my bike and chug it. No, they're a little, they're like, a little much. Like you shouldn't be working out and getting a buzz. Like to like, me, the Michelob Ultra. Or I guess it's after working out is when they usually advertise it. Like I'll never drink a Michelob Ultra because of the ads. Yeah. Like I'd never want to be that guy. Like I could never see myself as a Michelob Ultra guy. So I feel like we need a blue collar craft mm-hmm. light beer. I think it's possible because. You know, something I have seen the craft breweries doing is making non-alcoholic craft beer. So that's becoming more and more popular. Um, this There's a guy, we have like a neighborhood meetup every other Saturday. And there's a guy who always brings his non-alcoholic craft beer. And I remember the first time I asked him, like, what kind of beer is that? Because it's in this crazy looking can. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, it's this it's non-alcoholic and it's made by this brewery. And I thought that was really cool. And so he was telling me, like, yeah, they're representing more and more so that like you feel like you have a craft option and not just yeah my dad drank oduls yeah getting the oduls yeah yeah, yeah. right so they're making that scene happen so i definitely think the low calorie light scene could work now let's think bottle let's start with bottle glass can tall and skinny normal size what do you think like will we change up the bottle well I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Like, do do we want to like? How do we? We got to differentiate it. Yeah. You can't just go in there and have another silver can. Yeah. And try to go after. Well, it's interesting. Like now that I'm thinking about light beers and Coors Light is probably the one I know the most. Coors Light, Bud Light, Keystone Light, Natty Ice. I'm just going through college right now. And I think the dark bottles have like a a meaning to preserve it, maybe. Oh really? Because I just I I'm now thinking outside of getting a draft, you ever you never see the liquid in Coors Light. Like can obviously the bullet obviously not, but the bottle's super dark. Versus a versus beers. a Corona, you can see it because glass. A Corona is see through. We could go clear bottle. Yeah, I like that. Sometimes it's not carbonated enough. I feel like it. Like, you know, like when the Coors Light hits right and it's cold enough and it's carbonated enough, it's like it tastes, it's refreshing like water almost. Yeah. Like, it's not like a dark or heavy beer. It's like you could have just ran from playing football or something and you open up a Coors Light and it actually is refreshing. Mm-hmm. I think we want to get ours to be as refreshing as humanly possible. So I wonder how we can make it. Because like Trulies, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. high carb level, like. High yeah. carbonation level is really popular right now. Well, I feel like we can have a higher ABV mm. on it would be interesting because I think they're avoided a lot because of like the lower ABV. Yeah, just give me an IPA so I can get this over with kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know some people who like just look at the list, browse ABV, and that's how they choose their beer. Really? Yeah. And they're just like, give me the one that's going to give, 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 give me the hits. Give me the hits. Let me, um, give me some of the magic. Yeah, so these are some of the... I guess they have the banquets or, or glass, too, and then... So they're not dark, dark glass, but you just can't... You can't really get a sense of the clear liquid in yeah, it. Yeah, they're not Corona, like, clear glasses. Okay, I like clear glasses, so we're going to have a clear glass. I don't... And the whole ABV thing, I just don't know enough about making beer. Like, is it possible? To have a light beer that also gets you 
Well, well just to make a high ABV light beer. Because I don't know if, if there's regulations or I mean, like, well, just the making of the beer. I don't know if it's possible. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Either. Right. Um, but if it is possible, I think we should do it. At least get it to six percent. So six percent light beer. I don't know if higher alcohol content can lower and maybe this is just a marketing play, but lower like the the cold point, like the frozen point of the beer because you can't freeze alcohol. Yeah. And so Coors Light is all about like the Blue Mountains, but like does ours have a lower cold threshold to where it doesn't freeze? What if we put a thermometer on ours? In set, yeah. That could be cool. So you could see actually what temperature the beer was because – yeah. I'm going to be honest. make it like we're copying the mountains, right? I no, because the mountains be turn blue is cool, but how blue are the mountains? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, wh- how can I tell if it's 32 degrees or 42 degrees if the mountains are blue either way? Yeah. And so I yeah, think... You gotta, I mean, I know the... We could have some light beer education, though. It'd be fun content. So, like, light beer education. Yeah. And Get it'd be people like, interested did, in light beer. Did you know light beer should only be consumed... Once it's colder than 32 degrees, mm. here's 11 reasons why. Yeah. And then have you seen the John Taffer thing when he does the beer and it's like, uh, it's not poured correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And Scarlet, it's like, upsets that your I think stomach, this is a good, right? Yeah, yeah. Is what he talks I think about. this could be yeah. good. So like less upset stomach, less bloating. If we could figure out a way it's like John Taffer, uh, beer explosion or beer pour. Yeah. I want to show because, like, he, yeah, he talks about the foam being good. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. Watch this video. So, like, what if we did something like our beer didn't, like, didn't foam like the this? Beer drink there. I wanted to show you how to actually pour a beer. And few he's people using light beers, right? Yeah. You see, if you pour a beer too slowly, as many people do, especially rookies, delicious. Or if you pour a beer more quickly, There's a huge difference One in what happens in your mess. stomach. The beer that was poured correctly, nothing really happens. It stays the same. But the beer that was poured incorrectly. That's what happens in your stomach. So how could we how could we make it so you could just stomach. open the bottle and drink it? So for every beer you drink that you pour slowly, you're bloating. Yeah, because is he saying like if you drink quickly, it right out of the bottle, it's bad? Well, yeah, theoretically, because you're not letting the carbonation out. Yeah. So what if we could have like, like a foam top bottle, like you flip it over, then open it and it does that. I don't know. Thing? I feel like, but this is what the light beer drinker, I think, cares about. It's almost like a jar type glass. Maybe it's a two part glass. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, how would you? I know this is where we need innovation, but we're going to go in here and. We're going to take down Anheuser-Busch, bro. We need to have some innovation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like the storytelling, too, behind the beer. Because it's just, that's one of the stigmas is, I think, like, light beer just falls from the sky. Yeah. Right? It's the easiest thing to make. You know, you add a couple ingredients, you serve That's light beer. When I it's think the best beer. I don't care. what I'm, far... I'm going to go on record for the camera right now. <laughs> light beer is the best beer. Coors Light specifically. Coors Light specifically, but I'm going to have to beat it. Until we make something else. Yeah, so we make um, something better that has less bloating, a clear bottle, more alcohol content. What else do we need? So I like the storytelling around I do, right? how like, beer is made. Okay, so how like not even like I like this kind of fact. I saw this video too. I was like, oh, I'd never thought of it that way. I always, when someone pours it like that, you say, what a terrible pour. You're bad at this. So I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the storytelling behind like how the craft light beer is made to then disrupt like, oh, no, this is a very sophisticated process to make light beer. And I did get to see it well in Irwindale. There's a Coors Light factory Mm -hmm. by Azusa. And for my master's program, I got to tour the factory. Oh, yeah. I remember driving past it. If you're like a 21 year old dude and you get a 30 rack, that's like the greatest factory tour of your life. They gave it to you for free? They gave us like at the end of the tour. They gave us each like two 30 racks or something. It's kind of cool. That was through Azusa. Yeah, Azusa approved that. Well, I mean, they didn't approve it, but like they <laughs> yeah. they did the factory. You're not going to say yeah, no. Yeah. You're not going to be rude. But I got to see it. And it was remember when you and I did Harpoon in Boston. Yeah. It was really so. We have to figure out how to bring people. That's what I'm saying. I think if you did the right content strategy and had the right amplification using mm-hmm. programmatic like a mountain or a you know stack adapt, and you had a full like ten part series yeah. on how your beer is made. I feel like that that consumer cares about that stuff. Yeah. 
yeah, the storytelling, I think, is powerful. Like, even you just brought up Harpoon. How long ago was that? Maybe four years ago? Maybe five. Five yeah. years ago. I still remember the moment where she was asking everyone, what's your favorite way to have beer? And everyone was saying on tap. And then next through a bottle. And, like, can was the worst. And then the lady was like, you know, on tap comes out of a keg, which is essentially one big can. And I was like, yeah, the can is closer to the keg than a bottle is. And it was just her storytelling and everything just made me look at canned beer differently, just from the way she told that story and stage. So I think that's powerful. And I think light beer has a bad rap. I agree. Like I said, it just kind of comes out of the sky. There's no sophistication in making it. I think we could expose the sophistication. What if we had a bigger mouth? Yeah. What if the hole was kind of like bigger? the like the bullet? Yeah, because then we could also get people to drink more. It's kind of like when the toothpaste companies figured out how to open up the size of the hole so you mm -hmm. consume more toothpaste per mm -hmm. usage. So you have to buy more toothpaste. I think we could do something like that where we could open like up a big gulp. Yeah, thing. more of like a big gulp style mouth on the top. Like yeah. A slightly bigger bottle mouth. So it would be a slightly different. Like I'm just talking like little type of things I think could really mm -hmm. differentiate it. Now, what about names? What do you got? A little play on like let there be light i was actually godspeed let there be light <laughs> you want to hear my name yeah daylight i like that but is you know now are you niching yourself to day partying i don't feel like that's a bad spark to like i would be okay with that i like, if we were the beer you brought to every backyard barbecue then maybe we're not your dinner beer to start we can have a nightlight too yeah Hey, we're pretty good at this. A little nightlight. We got daylight, nightlight. Let there be light. <laughs> <laughs> I just see like a cool like God. Moonlight. Poseidon yeah, yeah, yeah. themed art. Sunlight, daylight, <laughs> nightlight, moonlight. We could have a whole brand of light. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I would definitely, when I'm thinking craft, I'm always almost forcing myself to get an IPA. Yeah, I know. There's nobody who said, I'm going to build the greatest light beer ever made. That's nobody's, and yeah. they, they all poo-poo it. The whole industry goes poo-poo. Yeah. Like, so we should make one. I have my own cocktail. Yeah. It's called a Manmosa. And it's for whenever I go to Hawaii. Okay. I, I start out the only person drinking it, and then the whole family drinks it. Oh, snap. It's so, spreading. You're pretty influential. And when we were in Vancouver, they did something close to it with their light beer with orange juice. And so I do Coors Light and Guava Juice. And it is delicious. It is so good. So I'm kind of thinking... Bro, this is kind of like it a only Pink works Whitney well with Coors Light. Thing. Like, it, it doesn't work well. I've tried it with, like, Miller and Bud, and it just didn't taste right, well, like the juice mix. Yeah. I've done it with orange juice, too. So, like, a light beer that's positioned to, like, even mixing it with a juice for... I like drinking it. In, you know, the, that's what my in the morning drinks. on vacation because it feels like oh there's guava juice in it. it's like a mimosa but i, I like to call it Man mimosa it's just what i came up with it's called a rattler any any person can drink it it's a rattler a rattler yeah that's like a in germany when my grandma was growing up they would mix lemonade mm -hmm. with beer yeah and that's what the women would drink that was their kind of truly okay. back in the day so i'm thinking we can incorporate that a little so, bit oh, okay so now we're having a light beer but also some fruit infusion like one I don't know if it's pre-made like that or if we just advertise it like this is made to mix with juices. I think we have to pre-mix it because of the Trulies and the High yeah. Noons. Everybody's kind of used to. But they do it with cool with that. Yeah, they do malt liquor plus flavors. We could do beer. We do light flavor. beer and natural juices. Natural. 100%. Now we're getting somewhere. So now natural we're not just juices. another light beer. We're a different. We're not a better light beer. We're, remember? Yeah, people like to party with their Coors Light or their Trulies. What if they had a baby and yeah. we came up with our own brand called Daylight? Yeah. I actually think Daylight with Guava Dude, Light Lager. If anyone out there. Guava we might be Coors, on to something again here. If you want to be our R&D, just try Guava and Coors Light. And yeah, let us, let us the know comments. what yeah. you think if you're 21 years or older. Yeah. No, I take back my wink. Yeah. No. Come on, man. This is on YouTube. No, they saw the Wait, they no, saw the wink. No winking. If you have to, you must be of legal age. Yeah. Now how do we distribute it? 
are going to D to C. Like, so there's a brand called Drink House. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of them? No. Okay, so pull them up, Scarlet, real quick. They're called Drink House. H O H A U S. Drink H A U S. I've been seeing some of the D to C ones, though. I think Nick, one of the Jonas brothers, is partnered with like a canned mimosa. Yes, yeah, so or sangria. So these are guys who are doing like aperitifs. Oh. So it's like made with natural ingredients. They got the sexy brand, yeah. strawberry I basil. Like ha ha ha. And That's then click on the strawberry basil because this is what I find is interesting. Is those sound good? You can buy it in one, two, or six. Eighteen percent. Woof. Now we're talking. Now you're speaking Brady's language. <laughs> Perfect on the rocks or with a splack. So like inside your bottle, no, it's cool. keep going. I don't think there's any liquor in it. What do you mean? It's 18%, didn't it say? No, no, but go this is where I'm a little confused. So wait, go click shop now. ABV. Perfect on the rocks or with a splash of tonic or gin. Oh. That's where I'm like Oh, so their recommendation for their cocktail makes it 18%? I don't know. Let's look a little this more. This is so weird. I know. It's a whole. I don't get okay, it Okay, so. I thought I got it. House strawberry basil, fresh kiwi, honey syrup. No, it must. It yeah, because they're not have... putting alcohol in that yeah, yeah, yeah. So it already has alcohol in it. Keep going down for us, Scott. But this is a whole. See how they're doing this whole brand play? see all ingredients here because i don't see alcohol in here where's alcohol maybe this is some fda stuff yeah that's what i'm like curious great brandy there it is chardonnay great brandy so yeah it's it's a mix so it does have alcohol in it okay so but they're doing direct consumer model it's a d2c play so it shows up on your doorstep shows up on yeah your doorstep. i see all the shop now yep so it gets delivered to you would we i'd say we'd probably it would be hard to disrupt you know, Anheuser-Busch and all these guys have such high minimums from what I've learned about the industry that it's not easy to, like, get your craft beer in Ralph's or Vaughn's or Albertson's or Whole Foods. It's really hard. Yeah. Especially, like, even on a, like, coastal. Like, getting it in one store Yeah, but you've never been hard. on Instagram and gotten a light beer ad, have you? Like, to buy well, one? Well, like not shop yet, now? but we're talking about it a ton, we're so about to I do. will. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But, like, I think we could advertise to, like, directly to consumers yeah. and just ship it to them. No, I I think we're – I think – Honestly, I have – a part of me has wanted the man Mosa to be out there in the world. It is out there Beyond now. my vacations to Guava Hawaii. plus daylight lager all together. Yeah, I like the pre-mix in the can. I think, pre-mix. like, it's a nice balance between, like – masculinity and femininity too like yeah i agree still got some beer in it bro yeah it's still beer oh you're drinking trulies I, I can shotgun it yeah you gotta look at the it's got a gulp it's got a gulp mouth i've also <laughs> wanted to so i have family in the alcohol industry i remember in college i was like brainstorming because my they were like very innovative with like yeah your uncle stuff. started what for the yeah my cousin your cousin sorry. he started um he like own whiskey companies in saint germain and saint germain right the yeah, bottle that and all the he has a he yeah. had a cocktail in a can so he's like the old fashions in a little can and i like developed a mock-up for a shotgun can where it has an opener where you shotgun a beer of course you did not like not for him or anything yeah, yeah. it just i was thinking one night on photoshop so I so don't we know could bring we wanna, that to it too i don't know if we want to take that route we don't want to be encouraging binge drinking we can maybe do some subtle directional design <laughs> on the cans <laughs> on where you would shotgun has like step one step two step three but he didn't tell Just you to very, do it like an easter egg i love <laughs> easter eggs so like doing yeah. something in design that would like happen to have a focal yeah, like point on the bottom on, where you on would, the bottom of the can it has where like you would yeah. shotgun where like you put that key. hole there's a key at the oh, bottom interesting of the can. how to maybe a lock and that's where the key goes i don't <laughs> I like Why the lock. That, that is yeah. subtle. Okay. Yeah. So we got a direct to consumer. We're going to combine our light lagers and it's going to be a pure light lager plate. It's going to be light lager plus guava juice as our primary offering. Yeah. I mean, you can do tons of flavors. It works with orange juice too. And nobody does any of those in bottles either. Cause none of the high noons and the truly nobody's in a bottle, right? Yeah. So that's interesting. Like, I feel like we've totally have now formed a company to where let's go back to the pack. Like, is it a bottle still? Is it, now it can because of this i don't i mean i think the bottle's different 
I think like if you had a bottle of lager plus guava juice, there's nothing like that on, on the market. Is yeah. There? It reminds me like, of... I like their packaging. Their packaging is totally different. From Costco, too. there used to be those juices in bottles. I forget what they were called. This is like a 90s thing. Really? And there was this one that was super good. I forget what it is, though. Anyway. How sh- are we going to underprice the market? Yeah, like, are we <laughs> going to be the high noons out there? Aren't those super expensive? I think they're more expensive than Truly's, but I'm not sure. I think they're, like, one of the most expensive in the categories, a high noon. I think we could be okay being slightly more expensive. So we got a variety pack for how much over there? Twenty five bucks from Total Wine okay. and Bebmo. So I think that's the price. I don't and know then how what's truly? So it's a little over a dollar. Oh yeah. Well, no, over there at Total Wine as well. They're at twenty four. I think they're the same. Yeah. Um, oh, is that one more though? It looks like there's a lot in there. Yeah, the other one looks like sixteen ninety nine for the same size. So yeah, I think we could go premium, maybe like fifteen percent. Like if everybody else is nine bucks, we could be ten, kind of thing. Yeah, keep it simple. Twenty bucks for a twenty-four pack. I don't even know because my wife gets it all on like fresh and easy or whatever now. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know. I think keeping it under a dollar per unit is always smart. Always smart, and keeping it because I was thinking like maybe How much sixty is it 30 ounces. Is it under thirty bucks? I think so. Okay, so yeah, but that's all twelve ounces. I remember <laughs> another just a random story, but uh, one of my roommates in college came back with a big pack of Coronas, yeah, and he was just bragging about the price. He said it was the best deal ever. We opened the box; it was Corona Ritas. <laughs> it was the tiny little ones. Yeah. So the reason <laughs> why I bring that up is because I was thinking of doing like maybe we do sixteen ounces, but then from a pricing standpoint, I don't think it's easy to expensive. get the market they just the market looks at the price and how many are in there and they won't do the math on like oh Fluid but ounces. each can is different so i i kind of want to stay away from that i don't know if our audience is going to be the best at math yeah we're selling guava <laughs> juice and light beer well, they're buying it before they drink it so maybe they'll be all right but that's the only reason i'd want to avoid doing the subtle size strategies because how people yeah. price it out 30 racks 20 bucks. which is just a good lesson to think about it is a great lesson to think about so I actually really like this idea, and I think we're going in the right direction here. So we got a lot of work to do, Brady. I don't know if we can keep up with all these businesses. Well, now we have to have a liquor store in the strip mall that has has the car wash, the the laundry mat, the dry cleaner. And the furniture store. Now the liquor store, furniture store. I mean, we're just opening up the world's greatest strip mall with all our own I guess we're going to talk about Thai food next week because I would love for a (laughs) a nice Thai spot to be in there. I love it. Well, hey, that's another episode of Original Marketing. Thanks for hanging out with us and uh, like subscribe, comment, let us know what we should market left yeah. next. Let me know when you try light beer and guava juice. Let me know if I'm crazy or if it's actually legit. I'm going to definitely <laughs> be doing that. So thanks everybody. All right. See you next week.